Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Wilson. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com, which is kind of the focus of this episode. And I am your host, Brian Wilson. I'm your host at gmail.com, Jay Wilson. It does feel good not saying that you're any sort of type of weird host. Yeah, I yeah, I liked it when I did it. Yeah. Anyways, um, on this episode, one of our number one fans, Taylor, recently went on a heavy Wilson, comma, weekly binge to catch How up on all the episodes. How many number one listeners do we have, Brian? <laughs> Did I say number one? I said one of our biggest fans. No, one of our biggest I listeners. Like you, said, you said one of our top, or maybe, I don't One know. of our number one listeners. One of our one listeners. Do you think our number one listener has changed ever? Our all-time number one listener, Taylor, recently (laughs) binged a lot of episodes and emailed for almost all of those episodes, which we really appreciate. We love when people interact with the show. We wish people would more. (laughs) We need to stop, like, shaming the audience (laughs) for not interacting more. Specifically... Just do whatever makes you happy. But on this episode... But if you want an episode (laughs) dedicated completely to you, you gotta be (laughs) specifically Matt. (laughs) If you want an episode dedicated specifically to you... You got to do what Taylor did, and you got to send us 12 emails in one week. So, yeah. on this episode, we will be going through those emails and reading them and commenting on them. And it actually yeah. took so long that it's going to be two episodes, the second half to be released at a later date. Yep. So, enjoy. Yeah, let me know what you think, Matt. All right, Jay, let's just dive right into it. We know what we're about this week. Yep. So, I have... I have the inbox open, and we have no less than nine emails from Taylor, our (laughs) listener. Yeah, all nine of these emails were uh, received over approximately the past week or so, so she has been doing quite the binge to catch up, because this, we're currently recording episode 120, I'm gonna crack open one of these bad boys, and it seems like the first email is reviewing episodes 87 to 98, so we have quite a bit to catch up on here. All right. So we hit the war room and we decided the best thing to do was a Taylor's mailbag episode where we do nothing but read Taylor's emails. Do her proper justice. Yeah, it's like when in the middle of a season, or like, it's really bad when it's like three or four episodes before the end of the season. Or like right when you can tell they're getting into the end game. And they do like a flashback episode or like a compilation episode. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Anime does them a lot, I feel like. Well, like, a flashback episode, but then, like, the, the specific, specifically the compilation episodes, like, Avatar did it, um, The Office did one, um, I'm pretty sure How I Met Your Mother did one, where it's actually reusing, uh, footage from other episodes. I think Phineas and Ferb definitely did one. Like, just a rewind Phineas episode. and Ferb did one? Yeah. I mean, did they even have, like, a finale? That, that theirs was just, to? like, somewhere in the middle, I think. But, like, this is, an, is a known phenomenon that sometimes I like and sometimes I don't like. Yeah. Whenever they do it, I feel like they're just... I'm gonna go on record and say that I really like when they do it. Because if they're building to the climax, it's nice to take a moment to just remember everything you came from. And, yeah. it, like, reinforces your relationship with all the characters, sees the arcs, so then when they close those arcs off or reach the climax, it just hits that much harder. Mm-hmm. I think I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, like, I don't know. 
it's all just like delayed gratification, right? I mean, you're watching this whole thing and you're just like, I want to get to the end. And it's just like, the whole point is just watching it, though. Yeah, I guess I like building up the, uh, bless you. Thank you. I like, I like when things build up, though, and you have to kind of wait for the, wait for the end. Like, I like watching a show one episode per week. Mm-hmm. I don't like this new streaming binging business that the world has adopted to. I think I like doing, like, an episode a day. An episode a day I could get behind. I yeah. just don't like watching a lot of episodes in a row. Let, I feel like yeah. the cliffhanger, like, where you end an episode is part of the art of TV. And I feel like TV writers and producers, like, put a lot of thought into when the episode ends. Yeah, and I, th- I have had... What annoys me is when there's shows that do cliffhangers and then resolve it in the first, like, minute of the next episode every time. Yeah, that's dumb. But, um... But... I like the one episode a day, because, like, well, I guess I got used to that in, like, college when I would be really busy, and I would, like, watch one episode of something a day, like, with breakfast, and then that would be it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because then, yeah, it would be like, oh, man, I'm in a really, really good part of this anime this week. And, like, I'm jacked Mm -hmm. for it every day. There was the one time, what was it? Oh, it was when I was watching My Hero Academia. It was, like, for, like, three or four days in a row. It would be like I would be eating breakfast starting my day, watch one episode, and cry every time because it was just so like yeah, emotional i remember I that like, this is a weird way to start my day like <laughs> but <laughs> but anyhow but i guess i'm in the i'm in this rut now i gotta stay yeah but yeah so this is this is going to be one of those this is going to be a flashback walk down memory lane of all the things we've talked about in the past i guess 40 ish 30 ish episodes yeah probably a lot of things we're going to forget that we even talked about but we'll just dive back and see if our opinions are the same if they're different if we've grown we look back and we say i can't believe i ever said that speaking of if we've grown one of my friends i saw them when i was home not to like you know catch you up on my week or anything um but 23 years old just like the rest of my like college friends mostly and um he was saying yeah i I think i'm getting taller like he's growing really yeah (laughs) does that happen is that possible? I, he's a jokester, so he might have been pulling a fast one on me, but he's he's like he seemed very genuine and like it, nobody laughed and like it was just kind of like a thing he said. Like it was like he said like huh. yeah, I'm getting taller. I think I'm growing. <laughs> How would you react if you thought you were getting taller right now? I would be furious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> You're quite content with your height. I would like it's at already this, inconvenient. If enough. I had to buy new, all new pants at this point because i grew i'd be furious oh that'd be devastating yeah yeah it's like i just (laughs) i starting in college i knew the joy of owning pants until they wore out but anyhow well what if uh what if what if you only grew from your neck though then you wouldn't have to get new clothes i don't think i want my torso to be any longer either because i already have to wear large shirts and like sometimes depending on like the cut they kind of wear me well, that's what I'm saying, is if all the height gets added to your neck, you don't have to worry about anything. Well, all your clothes are the then same I have size. to deal with the neck, neck being longer, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take, like... No, your necklaces would fit. I'd take, like, slightly bigger feet um, and, like, maybe longer fingers. Just because those are, like, tall people things that, yeah. like, I don't necessarily, like, have crazy giant feet or crazy big hands. And everyone's just like, oh. Yeah. 
Like, I was like, shut up. Well, was there an issue with your foot size? I remember you saying, like, you have, like, a pretty average foot size that all the shoes in your size are always bought up already. I mean, it's nice because I can always find shoes. Like, they always make a billion size yeah. 11s. So it's like, oh, and I can, like, borrow shoes from people all the time. Um, yeah. Like, if I'm if I'm just like, I don't have shoes, and they're just like, oh, I wear the same size. Like, there's always, like, I can get out of those kinds of Yeah, fixes. I was going to say but I don't mind that. Like I'm I don't fine. get that luxury. I'm fine with how big my feet are, but like if I had to grow, I think that's where I have room to still be kind of normal. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. But anyhow, we got nine emails. Uh, there is one other. <laughs> there is one other email in the inbox, and it's from uh, Spotify for podcasters. Yeah, and it says that we have two responses to our Q and A. Oh boy, have you looked through them? Um, no, I have not. So there was there was one poll where you wanted to see if you were a good interviewer because I didn't realize how personally you took some comments that were made about you and your interviewing skills. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I did a good job. All we all we got there's, unanimous responses. I'm I'm at a friend's house and they're I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something with mahi mahi, but it seems like it involves contraptions. So if you hear contraptions in the background, that's what's going on. What's that ruck? What's that clanging over there? Uh, probably just some clanging. <laughs> um anyways people two listeners unanimously agreed that you are in fact a good interviewer nice but i wouldn't be surprised if it was you and aaron (laughs) Um, one of them was definitely me secondly uh we did get two responses to my one dollar venmo sweepstakes oh yeah the first was you nice (laughs) nailed it (laughs) but but then the second quite fittingly was also taylor so taylor will be getting a dollar on venmo Next time I think about Wait, it. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Brian. I've, now, I don't mean to run back the game tapes, but I believe you said the first one. You're you're exempt from the sweepstakes. I, I feel like that wasn't put in the conditions. <laughs> well, you didn't read the fine print. <laughs> Whatever. This podcast. You, I'm, boycotting, the, I'm boycotting this podcast. Boycotting the podcast. Boycasting. Boycasting. Um, <laughs> no i think uh the I'm... equivalent of fine print the equivalent of fine print on a podcast is when i was just mouthing words yeah. and you weren't paying attention yeah no i'm an enemy of the podcast i'm mouth <laughs> jay is anti-weekly wilson you heard it here first <laughs> i'm still gonna show up and record all the episodes and do my best to like make it but i'm plotting against this the weekly wilson now <laughs> <laughs> look out watch your back <laughs> Okay, we probably should get through these emails, because I think some of them are pretty long, too. Yeah. Uh, I won't be surprised if we don't get through all of these in this episode, but we'll see. And we're, right. we're going to take as many stops and tangents as we want to, because that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to line up the first one and fire it off. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Do you want to... There's like several right. paragraphs. Do you oh, this feels off? good. Um, do you want to go paragraph by paragraph? Yeah, Let's go emails. by episode. Yeah, just, okay. Okay, yeah. This makes me feel really comfortable. It takes me back to the early days of the podcast. When we got emails. I feel like we're back. <laughs> yeah, like we're back home now. Nice. Emails nice. specifically from Taylor. Yeah. I wonder what uh, I wonder what Nick's up to. Yeah. Anywho, let's get going. What up, Wilson bros? Here are some random thoughts regarding episodes 87 through 98, as I have been binging them over my current maternity oh, leave. Binging them. <laughs> binging. <laughs> Episode... 87. Do you remember the title of episode 87, Jay? I do not. Do you want me to... Should we pull it up? I'll, I'll go get the episode titles so that we can do this. You can start reading that. Okay. 
Episode 87. I feel like I am terrible at documenting my own life, but I have tried to do a better job of documenting things for my kids. Weird there are two of them now. I generated, no, I created a Gmail account for Elijah a couple of years ago and randomly will send emails with fun stories, pictures, and videos of what we have been up to with him. His favorite things and just things I want him to know. I plan on giving him the password to the account when he turns 18 so he has access to all of it. Mm. And now that Izzy is here, going to be doing the same for her as well. That's a really cool idea. Have you ever heard of this before? No. Yeah, and I feel like it's a pretty simple one that you can just like type off a message and fire it away. Yeah, no, no, that's a that's a good methodology. Because dad, it's when kinda, he yeah, it's kind of like journaling. When dad put together the um, book that mom wrote, the diary. Yeah, it was yeah. um, a lot of it was emails. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still haven't made my way through it, so still plan on doing that someday, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whoever would have thought emails could be a good method of recording your life. Yeah. yeah, who knew? All right, Brian, I don't think we ever discussed Ready Player Two, but I do know it was a very disappointing read for me. Okay, <sighs> hard disagree. Oh, um, it just didn't live up to my feelings of the first one, and that's one of those books I wish I could read again for the first time just to experience it. Maybe I should give the sequel another read and see if I still feel the same. Okay, I can agree with her thoughts on Ready Player Two because it is kind of like same song and dance, like I don't know, mm-hmm. like you know how Hunger Games One is they go through the Hunger Games and then Hunger Games Two is they go through the Hunger Games again. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot that that's what that is. Yeah, it's kind of like that deal. So it's like ooh, Easter egg quest, treasure hunt. It's kind of the same deal for Ready Player Two, but my favorite thing about it was the new technology they introduce and all of the moral quandaries that come along with that, Mm. and it's just a cool like thought experiment to think if that kind of technology was in the real world, and I think they did a really good job of portraying a lot of ways that people would use this new technology that they introduce. Hmm. Interesting. And so that was super interesting to me, and then also just... It's a fun story. It yeah. is kind of a remake of the first book again, but it's still a fun story, fun thing to read. So Yeah. Um, I give it a thumbs up. Speaking of books, um, well, if you like thought experiments, I recommend the Foundation Trilogy. But what I'm reading right now, because I couldn't find the second book in the Star- Stormlight Archives, is um, Red Rising. Oh, yes. Yeah, How far so, in are you? There's like five chapters. Okay, yeah, we'll have we'll have to talk off pod about yeah. it because that is a good one. Yeah, but anyhow. I am almost done with I'm almost done with Fourth Wing, which Ooh. is the hot fantasy book on Sydney's book talk lately. But it's definitely like fantasy for women. Mm-hmm. Got a li- got a little smut going on in there. <laughs> yeah, it's the first smut book that I've read, and nice, I'm like, nice. wow, this is a genre. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, you're also almost done with the first third of Taylor's first email. You're right. <laughs> oh, but wait. Episode so 87. Actually, uh, episode 87 was called The Best Record. Yeah, that's when we were talking about how to document our lives. So yeah. I remembered it as soon as I started reading it. So yeah. on to the next one. Yeah, episode 88, titled Martian Diarrhea. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, The Margin is one of my favorite books, and I highly recommend one of his other titles, Project Hail Mary, as it has great humor, but sure, cool science stuff as well. 
I'll I'll keep that I under think consideration. I've heard of that book. I did just start a four book, like six thousand page series. So um, we'll see. I got through the first one in one month, but I read a lot. So yeah. One of my favorite things lately has been allowing myself to walk away from a series. Like, I won't read a series straight through. I read one book, and then I hop to another book. Yeah. And then I'll come back to the next one in the series. I mean, I walked away from Dune. I started reading Red Rising after after finishing the first book. It's yeah. I'm, I'm all over the place. But anyhow. Um, yeah. I think right now I'm in the middle of Red Rising. I'm reading Fourth Wing, and the second book of that hasn't come out. I'm one book into I Am Number Four. But I don't know if I'm going to continue that one. Wasn't a huge fan of that. And then I'm also halfway through a singular book, Outlive, which is uh, nonfiction. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm willing to play the field, you know, gives <laughs> yeah. you a lot more freedom. Okay. And it's the same as, like I said, about not wanting to binge watch something, which yeah, it's very like you don't different. Want, yeah, you don't want but, to be over too soon. But I think I I, I also can't... just get tired of one universe. It's fun to hop between universes. I think it is. But like right now, I don't want to like forget all because okay, that's the thing is that books are long form enough that like I kind of want to read all of them at once because I feel like you get the most out of it when it's freshest on your mind. Like imagine if you read book one of Aragon, and then like another book, and then maybe another book, and then book two of Aragon, and it's like there's so much like. There's, like, character arcs between the books and, like, little things that's, like, it, there's so much going on that, like, you're bound to forget a lot of a book, but, like, if you read them one after another, you remember the things that the author wants you to remember, and, like, I find myself very often, I'm the kind of guy who, like, if somebody mentions a character or, like, um, a place or something happening, I want to, like, know the context, so I'll be like, wait a minute, was that because of this? And then I'll go back and I'll, like, read it again, and then I'll be like, oh, that's who this person is, or, like... You know, that's fair. I can respect that. Yeah. I was talking to Sydney about this recently, too. And I'm one of the people who when characters or when authors have like one character makes an appearance early on and then they go off to do something and then you're reading your way through the book and then they like the character reenters in a very dramatic way. And you're like, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. I forgot about that person. Mm-hmm. For me, I just forget about that person. And when they make their dramatic reappearance, I'm like, who is this? <laughs> and I like have no idea. So then the whole the whole moment is lost on me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh well, I don't know. I guess I don't know if I'm just not smart enough to hold that much knowledge in my yeah, head like, at once. Yeah, I don't or... want that to happen. So I feel like I need to kind of keep them fresh on my mind. Like Dune, I feel like there's a timer on Dune for me because I read the first three books of like five or six. Yeah. So I'm nervous. Well, I guess for me, it's just gonna. For me, those moments are a lost cause anyway. So yeah. it doesn't make a difference whether I read it in quick succession or not. Yeah, I mean, I guess back in the day, like, you had to wait for the author to read a new... Well, not back in the day, but just... If you're reading a contemporary author, you gotta wait for them to come out with the next book. Yeah, I've heard Fourth Wing ends on a big cliffhanger, and the second book isn't out yet, so... Ooh. That's the thing that... About, we will see. The thing about Brandon Sanderson is that during COVID, he wrote, like, four books and didn't tell anybody, so, like, he just writes so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, you want to continue with this email? You got a short one, so you can do the next one. Yeah, so episodes 89 to 93. I feel like it'll be funny to read all those. Jay considers the 18th grade. Whoa, that was a long time ago. Um, The terrible two-year anniversary. I think we've talked about this already. Something salty. And then almost six weeks in one hour. Hmm. Um, Alright. 
But just want to say that I thoroughly enjoyed Brian and Sydney's wedding and honored that I got to be part of it. Wow, that was really a long time ago. Also honored to have such a handsome fella to walk down the aisle with. <laughs> hey, um, pretty sure the height difference was comic relief for all. Holidays were great getting to learn a new board game with Brian and Sid after letting them know they were getting a niece this time around. Happy super belated birthday to Jay. Now on to episodes released in this year. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, so that was all last year episode content. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one we got episode 94. Title, title. Jelly. Gotta disagree with Kelly. Sometimes you need downtime on vacation and don't have to have super specific plans. Though if it took Kyle an hour to bring me an apple after asking for one, I'd be annoyed too. LOL. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I believe we were all sitting on the beach and you went to go back to the room and you oh, said, yeah. Kelly, you want anything? And she's like, yeah, I'd use an apple. <laughs> and then you went back to the room and proceeded to take uh, approximately an hour to well, yeah, go across I, the street and back. Okay, because I think I was like making multiple drinks and a sandwich and like getting an apple and then like yeah. there was so I was like probably given a laundry list. I feel like two bear, blueberry smashers and a raspberry yeah. sizzler. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, I'm sure you had plenty to do. Yeah, I'm sure that then, I was. Yeah, I'm I sure think... that I was right. I don't remember it entirely, but I bet you I was completely. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Unfold. But then I, yeah, also prefer vacations that are laid back and you don't do much. Yeah, still, it's been so long that I thought that this was the episode that Kelly and I talked about France, but egg on my face. <laughs> no, that was much too recent. Yeah. Episode 95, title? Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot that was my job. Um, somewhere between Trailer <laughs> Trash and a boy band. What? <laughs> um, the comment is, Cowboy Denim J is a visual I just can't get over. Nice. <laughs> Did I ever post a photo yeah, of that? I don't know, have you brought back that look? It's been too all warm. since college? No, I, I do not wear yeah, a oh, denim yeah, jacket funny. and jeans when it's 85 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's man. fair i'll give you that one yeah but i right. will i'll do one more and then i'll pass it back to you okay episode 96 what do we got oh yeah um 2022 you and 2023 okay so this was like year recap yeah episode okay 2022 was a pretty travel crazy year for us with vacations all of the wilson stripling wedding festivities and work conferences for me it was nice once all of it was over to just be home for a while. Kyle and I celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary last Damn. year. Applause, applause. And that seems crazy. I created several goals for myself in 2023 and put them in bingo card form just for the fun of it. Ooh. Close to getting bingo in several different spots, so feeling accomplished there. Five months left in the year to reach these goals. I did, uh, when we visited Taylor recently, I was... I always use her office for planks and stretching and stuff, I think. Mm -hmm. And I saw on her desk this bingo card of goals. And I was like, that's a really cool idea. Nice. That's really fun. Yeah, then like you have that. a ton of goals. So you have a lot of options to work with. Yeah. And it just makes it more fun, too. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Episode 97, Food for Thought. This was a fascinating and thought-provoking episode about food and my habits with it. Definitely something I struggle with, having a more healthy and positive relationship with it. So, so much from childhood has affected how I view it, but never really thought about it until now. Appreciate y'all's perspective. Yeah. 
I don't remember what we talked about at all. I think we probably just talked about how we've always felt pressure to, like, I don't know. I probably talked about how I always feel pressure to, like, eat till it hurts. Not hurts, but, like, I'm always just, like, ravenously pursuing calories all the time. Just because I've always yeah. felt, like, Maybe. too thin. Yeah. And then I've also talked to Sydney a lot lately about how, like, not a lot lately, but I feel like it's come up a handful of times with different people. Mm-hmm. I like the clean plate club when you're a kid is actually like really not a healthy thing to be pushing kids on. Yeah, I guess it's just it's like, like you have to eat all the food on your plate, even if, like no matter what. Yeah, it's not a great I guess thing. the usual, the typical concern is that kids aren't eating enough food though. So I, I don't know. I think it should be, well, like I think kids eating food, like as a parent, I think a lot of times you're just like trying to get nutrition into your kids any way possible. So, like, you don't want them to just, like, mm-hmm. be like, no, nah, I don't want it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, don't eat if it's uncomfortable. But then right underneath that is, like, clear your plate. So, it's, like, a priority list. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want my kid. Well, maybe you could rephrase it as, like, I don't know. Maybe ahead of all that is, like, don't waste food. So, like, clean plate club one way or another. But, like, don't throw your food away. It's, I, I'd say. I don't know. Maybe you just need to give them smaller plates. Well, no, I think that, like, that's something like, that, like, <laughs> would be difficult to hammer into your kids, because, like, I still struggle with it, but, like, getting getting an amount where you're just like, I know I can finish this, and I can go back for more, um, is, like, something that you need to kind of learn quick. So then, like, I don't know, one, then that would mean that there's never food on your plate that you're not comfortable eating, but then... Yeah, I think that you should, I think you should have to have a clear plate. You just shouldn't, like, muscle down food or throw it away to do it. Like, I think, hey, go get a Tupperware. Like, Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess <laughs> don't throw it away. Like, save it if you can. Yeah. What but, do you think, yeah, what do you think is, like, the priority list? I don't know. I guess, like, don't make yourself sick. The priority list? Yeah. Yeah, priority number one is, yeah, eat, eat what feels right like don't eat more than you think you should just for the sake of having a clean plate yeah that's priority number one so then if there's food left over we should make a flow chart i feel like there's not a neck i feel like there's not a next priority it's like if there's food left over put it in a tupperware or like honestly if it's just a little bit just throw it away who cares well i mean i care okay well compost it or something i don't know yeah i think I think the whole food waste problem, this is my completely uneducated opinion, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is not coming from households. I think it's coming from, like, the industrial farming scale. I don't think that's true. Or, like, or like grocery stores, or, like, supply chain things. Like, a yeah, lot of there's... food just doesn't make it through the supply chain. Well, yeah, but, like, you're not... I don't think that like that necessarily makes it and wait no i think that's straight up wrong um not that the majority doesn't come from there but the fact that like a negligible amount comes from homes i think that's not a productive way to look at it and a kind of inaccurate way to look at it like i bet you on the pie chart it's still like it's not insignificant um yeah and like any little thing you can do makes a difference but i don't think you should do it to the detriment of your own health and psychology yeah but I think that, um, it's, like, the line of, your I don't think you should be, like, the only line of defense for avoiding throwing away food is eating it. Yeah. 
But I'm saying, like, if your plate isn't clean, and you, air quotes, and you have, like, a few green beans and a couple spoonfuls of mashed potatoes, I guess it's not really going that much out of your way to put it it. back (laughs) in the mashed potato bowl. But then, huh? I don't know. If it's that little, how did you get that full that you can't eat three green beans and a couple spoonfuls of mashed potatoes? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. But, yeah, no, I guess I would say, like, it's, I think we should, I think... Because some people are going to be grossed out if you put that back in the Tupperware with the rest of the mashed potatoes. And I think the whole world should be more reverent of food. I, I do agree with that. So I think it should be like... That's one of the things... I think it should be like a we, much higher priority. Uh, first world countries take advantage of. Or yeah. not take advantage of, but take for granted, is what yeah. I meant. I just, I don't know about you, but I always just like picture like how many steps in the chain there were to get this food to me and then i'm just like trash like it's like water (laughs) in the ground grows potato potato is farmed by this person driving this machine and then like it's packaged in cold storage and then it gets on a truck and then goes to this other place and then makes it to this grocery store and then i go and i buy it and then i cook it up with a bunch of these other things and i throw it away (laughs) I'm just like, what? what? <laughs> and the world turns around and around. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I think it should be a higher priority. It's like so many so many things that we own and use, though, is like you buy them, you use them Throw up, it away. and they get yeah. thrown away. Yeah. Yeah. That's just life. Anyways. Uh, well, it looks like we're going to get through mm-hmm. one whole email this episode. Um, <laughs> I know. Episode 98. Title? Title is A Moment of Silence. Taylor says, I suck at being in silence. I have for a long time now and feel like if it's too quiet, my mind spirals off into anxiety land, so I always have something playing. Audiobooks, podcasts, music, TV shows, etc. Just to help me focus on my tasks versus getting lost in my own thoughts. Maybe something I should work on. Alright, long message, but for 12 episodes. Feel like I kept it pretty concise, at least by Jay Wilson standards. Oh, heck Winky yeah. face. <laughs> Good gonna keep on trucking to get caught up and we'll send another email once i have another chunk of episodes completed sincerely you're woefully behind willie should i say yeah, enjoy reading thing, so what that episode <laughs> let me say this is great yeah. thank you so much um yeah i uh so that was an episode we talked about like the value of having silent time like quiet serial time yeah, I think some to that effect. Um, well, we I something we could have been doing is reading these. But as Jay and Brian discuss why they both barely have time to record a podcast and why it's important to have a little silence in your life every once in a while. Um, but, yeah, that's something that I, I don't know, especially with reading, I feel like it's easy to think, like, reading is quiet time. And that, like, and then it's also, like, the time when you would sit in silence and the time you would read are, like, a circle in the Venn diagram. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm, the now that I'm reading more, I get a little worried that I'm just like really starting to fill up a lot of the time that would be quiet otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause something that I don't think we do necessarily often is like the looking around, like maybe not necessarily going yeah. in inside your brain tank, but even just like sitting there and like soaking in what's around you. In the normal circumstances, yeah. not just like when you're in somewhere pretty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like the only times you really have for that are like when you're laying down to fall asleep, which a lot of people hate. <laughs> huh. And then, like running is pretty unique in that once you once you get in the groove, 
you can just kind of let your mind wander. I feel like so. I, never I do, do think we're kind of spoiled having yeah. that as mental rest time, which I haven't had for a long time, and I think has significantly impacted my mental health. Um, yeah, but you can get the same thing with maybe rock climbing or biking or swimming or I think a lot of forms of exercise lend themselves to it pretty well. A lot of them aren't as mindless. Like I'm feeling, like I'm thinking pretty hard when I'm rock climbing. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, even with running, I feel like I'm not. I've like gone into runs like trying to focus on one thought. Like I want to think about this while I'm on the run, and I'm not good at it. I feel like. Running is the closest thing to meditation that I've had, where it's like my mind just like free associates, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, but, yeah. But you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't do that every time. It's like sometimes yeah. you're just on a run and you find yourself in that meditative state. Yeah, it's like I feel like I, it's not that I can't stay on a thought for a long time. It's just that I can't choose what I think about. I feel like when I'm running. Mm-hmm. Do you feel which that I way? think is the good thing? Yeah. No, it's yeah. great. It's like you you get to like just check out from being a person but like not sleeping yeah and then sometimes you do land on a thought and then kind of fixate on it yeah and there's definitely but but there's definitely power in the like act of like you're just like i am forcing happy hormones like indoor not hormones um happy chemicals i guess or endorphins into your brain um while i'm like thinking about these things so it's just helps you work through stuff but um all right do we want to tackle another email or what 